Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to my show. Quinn David Furness presents the Beantown Podcast for Sunday, November 12th, 2023. What's happening? What's going on? How are you? My name is Quinn, and this is my show. We are coming to you live from the north side of Chicago, not the north side of Puerto Rico. Opted not to, to record a show in the uh, in the, the great territory of Puerto Rico solely because it was one of those trips where it's like you're doing stuff, you're out, you're about, you're busy, you're all over the place. And then when you finally get that time to just kind of breathe, relax, be at home, sit in the AC, our TV had unlimited deal or no deal. So it was kind of like I could, you know, carve out time for the Beanheads or I could watch Howie Mandel and, uh, you know, the the the... The ups, the downs. We watched the famous uh, Richie, whatever his name is, uh, Richie. I don't know. Anyways, it was a guy that that the end. It came down to a spoiler alert. Uh, but his two last cases are a million and one dollars, and he goes for it, which is a really terrible decision. The, it's an interesting game. I think it was a. I think it was a, one of those games where there are multiple million cases. And so he had three cases left, and it was two millions and one one dollar. I think is yeah, that's exactly what it was. So he gets an offer of like six hundred thousand dollars, something like that. And you know, you can talk statistics, you can talk analytics in Deal or No Deal. It's largely dependent on like how much money do you need, what do you need the money for, that sort of thing. Like you can say like, oh, the analytics say to do this, but it's like for what purpose right it's not like nfl where you have a clear purpose or sports you have a clear purpose i'm watching the nfl right now which is why i'm distracted where it's like your one goal is to win the game like that's what you have to do deal or no deal it's like yeah you can win the game in theory by getting a million dollars but you don't really win you just try to make as much money as possible so he had three cases left he gets the offer 600 some thousand he turns it down which is i think statistically the right play because it's like you're You've got, you know, three outcomes here. You take the offer, guaranteed 600, whatever it was. You turn down the offer, and then there's two things that could happen. You could open up a million, or you could open up $1. So if you open up $1, you are a millionaire. And there's a 1%, a 33% chance of that happening. If you open up one of the million-dollar cases, which is what happens, spoiler alert, then your offer goes down to whatever it was it was like 400,000 or something but you still have a chance a 50-50 chance in it being a millionaire. And so he took the shot which is probably what I would have done as well because it's like you could have 600,000 guaranteed or you could take up not it's not a free shot right you're going to lose 200,000 or whatever it is but a shot to you know open up the $1 case and then you're automatically a millionaire. So he doesn't do it. He opens up a million dollar case. His offer goes down to like 400,000. This is where he was stupid. Once you get to that point where it's a 50-50 shot, that's when you got to take the money even though yeah, it's way less than, you know, the offer you got before. I think it was like it was like high 300s, maybe low 400s. I think like 380 maybe. But then it's like the other thing too. So to to just finish this thought, he um he does not take the deal, opens takes his case it's one dollar just terrible the tough thing about this is this guy is like a nurse he's a really sweet guy and his whole story is how like he bought a house but it's it's like a family compound so everyone's living there and people are like sharing bedrooms it doesn't seem like that nice of a place to live his his whole family's like nurses so they're really good people but they don't make very much money and i just can't imagine 
you know, you see some people who, when their offers at the end, we watch a lot of deal or no deal this past week. If you couldn't tell, their offers at the end, it's it. They're choosing between like, you know, taking a deal for twenty five thousand or like having a shot to go for fifty thousand or go home with like you know five hundred bucks or one dollar, whatever it might be. And at that point, it's like. Yeah, you wanna you wanna make some money for sure, but the experience of it is kind of like part of part of what you take away from it because the money's you're you're not playing with like terribly high stakes at that point. But when you're talking about one dollar versus even in his case, you know the second one, the you know three eighty or whatever it was, like that's a really big life changing difference, and that's where you need to be able to just say like, no, I can't risk going home with one dollar, which is what happened. And I just need to take the the lower offer, three eighty or whatever it might have been. So uh, I don't know whatever happened to that guy. I should look it up afterwards. He was a he's a very heavy man, and this is an older show, so it's uh, hopefully he's still doing okay. But yeah, watch a lot of Deal or No Deal, and just didn't have time to do a podcast. So it's a Sunday, November twelfth at about four fifty five p.m. And we are uh, getting this in here for you all. It's going to be a shorter episode because I'm just feeling like I don't know tired still from the trip and then we were out yesterday doing a housewarming thing and then uh serious sunday scaries going on you know for for tomorrow coming back after after a week off so it's very much like take a deep breath let's do the show but let's not go on too long i got palindrome i got trivia and we're talking uh mafungo a little bit uh so uh, my name is Quinn. Again, listener discretion is advised when you're listening to the show. Number one, we'll occasionally use some language. Number two, this podcast is objectively terrible. But we're going to try to to make it fun and concise for you all today. I uh, also want to thank our friends in the Islamic Republic of Pakistan for listening to this program. Thank you for making us one of the, uh, or not one of, the 112th ranked comedy podcast in Pakistan. I got to say, it's tough to kind of check the the you know the rankings as they go because i think the link that that guy from the pakistani media sent me i think it expired and so i don't have like a a like a consistent way of of checking so i'm not exactly sure what it is right now but it was 112th when we were first alerted to this like a year ago or whatever it was so that's what we're sticking with for now until you know we get an email with with some updated rankings but went to puerto rico for uh the week and I've done all 50 states now and now one of the territories. I think there's four territories. Is that right? There's uh, Puerto Rico, U.S. Virgin Islands, which are right next to Puerto Rico, and then Guam, of course, and then American Samoa maybe. And then I think there might be like a U.S. Mariana Islands or something. I'm not exactly sure. So there's like four or five territories. I can't really remember. Puerto Rico is uh, the easiest and uh, cheapest one to get to, although I don't think the U.S. Virgin Islands are so bad either because they're just next to, to Puerto Rico. So good trip, very hot, a lot of beach time. Uh, if you wanted the full recap of the trip, maybe we'll do a Beantown blog or something, beantownpodcast.com slash blog. I don't know, but the uh, the national dish of of uh, Puerto Rico that I tried on my first night there is mafongo, M, which we talked about a little bit last week, M-O-F-O-N-G-O, mafongo, per Wikipedia and my taste buds is a dish from Puerto Rico with plantains as its main ingredients. Plantains are picked green, cut into pieces, and typically fried, but can be boiled or roasted, then mashed with salt, garlic, broth, and olive oil in a wooden pilon, mortar and pestle. The goal is to produce a tight ball of mashed plantains that will absorb the attending condiments. Attending condiments, that's a, that could be like a horse name. 
someone ought to write that down and save it for later, and have either pork cracklings, chicharron, or bits of bacon inside. Although I will say the uh, mafunga I had at Cayo Caribe on uh, Ashford Avenue there in Condado did not have any bacon bits or pork cracklings, uh, which I think, you know, it would have been better if it did have it. It's traditionally served with fried meat and chicken broth soup. I'll say, I think, you know, reading the Wikipedia article here, I think I got shafted a little bit because the the mafungo I had was served in like a chicken gravy and then the chicken was not fried. It was almost like uh, when you like pull apart a turkey, like that, that like uh, um, style uh, or... Um, rough show what's the what's the texture of meat is kind of what it was like and it, the the plantains they you know this wikipedia article talks about the plantains being mashed together i'll say it was uh extremely tight and it was so tight you couldn't even like absorb the 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 liquids or as they called it the um attending condiments so i think it was just you know not as uh, high quality of mafungo as maybe you know, maybe the top restaurants on the island have to offer. But to finish this up, particular flavors result from variations that include vegetables, chicken, shrimp, beef, or octopus packed inside or around the plantain orb. Wow, there were three killer phrases in here. Plantain orb. This is all just the first paragraph of the Wikipedia article on Mafungo. Plantain orb, pork cracklings, and attending condiments. I mean, those are all like horse names just three of them right off the bat from the uh from the wikipedia article on mafungo the one thing that i it was kind of like in the lore that i never got the chance to try is trifunga so trifunga this is from sofritoproject.com it's a beloved dish in puerto rico and it's similar to mafungo this dish is actually a combination of smashed fried green plantains fried sweet plantains and boiled yuca so that's that's where it's a trifunga. It's not you know mo m o the Spanish root for one, but tri t r i the Spanish root for three. So pretty good. Um, let's see. This person has trifunga with a simple bowl of broth, also known as caldo, garlicky and porky root vegetables. I like that porky root vegetables. That that's uh, that could be like you know Quinn Furness and the porky root vegetables. If I had like a doo wop band or something like that. Um, but yeah, trifunga, I, I would have, uh, liked to try at some point for sure. Didn't end up getting the chance though. Uh, let's see anything else good here. I never got a good chance to have chicharrones either. And I can't figure out for certain if you're supposed to say chicharron or chicharrones. Is chicharron just one pork crackling? And if you have multiple pork cracklings, that's chicharrones. I have no idea. But... Speaking of uh, Spanish words, let's get to today's palindrome of the day here, which is uh, in Espanol for our uh, our listeners. I got to say, my probably the worst part of the trip when I was on uh, the internet in uh, Puerto Rico. Anytime I go to ESPN, I take you to ESPNDeportes.com. and we're you know it's a serious problem. You get there looking for you know football and Aaron Rodgers news and NASCAR, and you get a bunch of. Spanish and Mexican soccer teams, and it's in, not in English, and I have no idea what we're talking about, what sport we're dealing with here. Is this, you know, is this the World Cup? Is this college women's soccer? I don't know. The other thing that's interesting, you know, I was thinking about this a little bit, but, like, I feel like in the U.S., college sports are a big deal, 
not like soccer, but like football and in the in basketball, of course. In other countries, are college sports as big of a deal, or is it just like professional? Because I feel like you go to Spanish-speaking countries, and obviously soccer, football is like the thing. But is like college soccer a big deal? I know there's a million different like professional leagues and different levels and stuff, uh, in you know all sorts of nations. Not really the the U.S. so much, but obviously in like England and, and other leagues. But when you get to like if you go to Mexico, you know, soccer is a huge deal, obviously. Is college soccer a big deal, or are they all just, like, do people not, like, go to college to play soccer? If you're good enough to play soccer, you're probably going to one of the pro leagues that people care about. So interesting questions here. But today's uh, palindrome of the day is brought to you by Home Pride Oregon. When you need your home inspected in Central Oregon, call someone who's safe, certified, one of the experts that you got to trust when you're getting your home inspected. This someone could be my dad, Steve, HomePrideOregon.com, 541-400-0316, or go to HomePrideOregon.com for a home inspection from A to Z. He'll catch all the nooks, all the crannies. If you're concerned about your HVAC or your plumbing or you're wondering, hey, is that, you know, is that, uh, that garage door, is that going to hold up when I sell my home? Steve's the one you got to ask. So, again, HomePrideOregon.com or email HomePrideOregon at gmail.com. Tell him Quinn sent you. Uh, today's palindrome of the day is, oh, where was it? I lost it. That's embarrassing. I got two separate note documents going here. All right, here we go. Today's palindrome of the day is nadan, N-A-D-A-N, meaning they swim in Spanish. And we did we did a decent amount of swimming in uh, in Puerto Rico as well. We had one dedicated beach day, which was last uh, Monday, I think it was. And then uh, Tuesday was like a half beach day. Did some swimming there as well. And then we went to the beach on... Uh, Wednesday after the rainforest as well. Didn't see any cool like pythons or anything fun like that. Um, but uh, a crab and a river. So still some good biodiversity. And then Thursday we went to Crash Boat Beach. There you go. Crash Boat Beach on the western northwestern edge of Puerto Rico. That was pretty cool as well. So I guess we went to the beach every full day we were there except for Sunday, which is when we were in old San Juan. So a lot of beach time, a lot of swimming time, good stuff. And uh, nadan, they swim, today's palindrome of the day. Let's also get to uh, today's trivia question of the day, and then we're going to wrap with just a a fun little anecdote of something that happened uh, right uh, before we left for Puerto Rico. Uh, kind of a, a a little guy success story that I want to share. It's it's pretty inspirational, and I think that you all are going to appreciate it and maybe give you some hope this holiday season, the reason for the season. Um, but today's trivia is brought to you by the Samsung Q2U series. When you need crisp, clear audio quality, you're going to want a microphone that's been through now 303. That should have been our palindrome of the day, 303. A a microphone that's got crisp, clear audio quality, the Samsung Q2U series from Genesis to Genesis. I say that sometimes, uh, to Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, anywhere in the Pentateuch and beyond. Uh, Samson Q2U series. When God speaks, he uses a Samson. And then finally brought to you by our good friends at Cuts by Q. When you need a fresh do something snappy or new, call the experts at Cuts by Q. I mentioned this last week. I did, a, I did a fresh shave for the island. So looking pretty fresh, pretty young. And, you know, the drinking age is 18 in Puerto Rico, so I still wasn't really getting carded. I'm trying to think. I don't think I got carded once in Puerto Rico. I think, obviously, I, I don't look like I'm uh, 17 and under anymore. 
But I think, you know, even there's a lot of places in, you know, Chicago where it's like, obviously I'm 21, but you still get carded just like out of policy. I didn't really sense that same culture in Puerto Rico. So interesting stuff. Uh, but uh, Cuts by Q, and you need, I think we already said it. Snappier new experts at Cuts by Q. And of course, you can go to beantownpodcast.com slash cuts dash by dash Q. It would be nice if we could do the URL without the dashes in there. It just seems like they kind of, they're kind of irritating when you're doing the, the ad read, but only so much I can control. Okay, we've got today's a two part trivia question. It has to do with area and population. And uh, since we were on the topic of Puerto Rico, before we kind of sign off on Puerto Rico, I'm sure I'll be back uh, at some point in my life. Um, it's not too hard to get to. I mean, we had direct flights from Chicago to San Juan, which were about four and a half hours or so. I mean, I'll take that over, you know, like Chicago to Miami and then Miami to San Juan again. Like the direct is way better. Uh, frontier, but uh, we managed, and uh, it wasn't the worst thing in the world. Pretty cheap tickets overall, to be honest. By the way, what am I drinking today? Water. Today's literally the first day since last. I'm going to go out on a limb and guess maybe like Wednesday, 10 days now, uh, without a drink, which is not like, oh, Quinn's addicted to alcohol. It's just like, well, Thursday night, kickball night. And then Friday was uh, our last night here, and I was drinking and doing the podcast and stuff, and then had drinks every day in Puerto Rico because it's like you got to celebrate vacation. And then came back uh, yesterday. It was a, like a housewarming party. So. Um, a lot of drinking, college football, that sort of stuff all day yesterday. So just need to be like completely uh, out of it, out out for the day on alcohol. No need to drink. Um, although the Vikings, uh, we won't get into the NFL today, but uh, Vikings almost made me drink second half of, of today's game. They kicked ass in the first half. They were up 24 to three at halftime. And then uh, their offense probably got a total total of like, 50 yards in the second half and their kicker missed a kick and just uh really ugly second half but wins a win especially when you're playing the saints i mean excuse me just the saints are like the worst thing of all time even i know it's you know your primary rival is supposed to be the packers but it's like the packers are just like good typically and, and whiny the saints are actual cheaters who try to injure your players and they had some cheap shots today too so i think uh you know packers it's like Obviously, I don't care for them, but it's it's not like uh, I wish them ill will. Whereas Saints, I'm just like, yeesh, not you guys again. I'll say this. I think the Packers' uh, season kind of nail, nail in the coffin. Uh, today, they lost to the Steelers. I think the Packers are down to like 3-6 and six now. It's pretty ugly. Not that their season wasn't already over before today, but just today was kind of their last gasp, and it was a very winnable game. And they just couldn't do it. So, honestly, as a Vikings fan, I was kind of rooting for the Packers just because when they lose, it improves their draft position, which hurts future Vikings. But, you know, what it is what it is. You don't get a ton of seasons, or I haven't had a ton of seasons in my lifetime, maybe like three or four where the Packers are just bad. I mean, they've had more than that where they don't make the playoffs, but there have not been many in the last 28 years where they're just like legitimately a really bad team. So, uh, you just got to... You got to enjoy it while you have it. It's not like the Bears or Lions where it's like it's commonplace for them to be not just bad but like a joke. Now the Packers get to be a joke, so that's fun too. Today's trivia question, uh, number one, Puerto Rico's area. 
So we're talking their size here. Falls in between the sizes of these U.S. states. And I'll give you the size for reference. It's 50, uh, I rounded. Approximately 5,300 square miles is the size of Puerto Rico. So I do have one hint that I'll give you that will definitely help quite a bit. But um, without, if you want to do it without the hint, go ahead and pause. But again, the question is, Puerto Rico's area falls in between. So we're, we're talking about like all U.S. states and territories is your context. Okay, I forgot to mention that. Puerto Rico's area falls in between the size of these U.S. states. So we're looking for the one that's slightly larger than Puerto Rico and the one that's slightly smaller is what I'm asking for. And if you're curious, yes, we're going to do the same thing with uh, population. So it's really just a two-parter. Uh, I don't have to like say the question again, I don't think. But uh, for I'll just give a I'll give you um, I'll give you both of these numbers here, and then I'll give you both of these hints, and then we'll reveal the answers for uh, area again, 5,300 square miles for population. The uh, the population of Puerto Rico is 3.2 million, which, by the way, the uh, the answer to Worldle, I think it was yesterday, was Iceland. And, uh, you know, you have to guess the population when you do Worldle. The population of Iceland is like 340,000 or something like that, which is pretty small. I think it was it was even more kind of uh, it, it, uh, it was even more jarring when I saw that number after coming back from Puerto Rico, where it's, you know, 3.2 million or whatever. So to know that Iceland is basically 10% the population of Puerto Rico, and obviously their, you know, landscapes and livability of their land is very different. But even, you know, Puerto Rico only having whatever it was, let's just call it like 350 or something. That's so small. That seems, you know, just tiny. And it is, frankly. Okay, so your hints, the, the hints are that I will tell you the rank of the states that sandwich um, you know, Puerto Rico's area and population, and hopefully that will help you. It's a lot more helpful for area uh, because it's towards the end or towards the bottom. So for area, um, the U.S. states that sandwich it rank 48 and 49 out of 50 in terms of size. So Puerto Rico is in between those two. So not quite the smallest, not quite the same size as uh, the smallest state, but close. And then for uh, population, that it's tougher and less helpful, but it falls between the 30th and 31st ranked uh, U.S. states by population. So there you go. That was a, a kind of a long-winded, mouthful way of talking about the uh, the population and the, the size of Puerto Rico. But here we go. So Porto's, Porto, Porto's, Puerto Rico's area falls in between the size of these two U.S. states. The answers, Connecticut and Delaware. So those two states are 48-49 in the U.S. by size, and of course Rhode Island is number 50. And then uh, for population, uh, 3.2 million falls between 30th and 31st, kind of a, an, a curious one. And if you could actually guess these off the top of your head, or even frankly get one of them, I'd be very impressed with that. So what two U.S. states are most similar to 3.2 million? Uh, Utah is 30th and Iowa is 31st. So there you go. So for the area, again, it was Connecticut and Delaware. And for the uh, population, it was Utah and Iowa. So there you go. That's uh, today's Beantown Podcast trivia question of the day. Hopefully you enjoyed it. A little two-parter for you. Uh, last thing I want to I wrap this with, and that is my last point because uh, I'm uh, just uh, feeling tired, you know. So I ordered a couple of things on Amazon, which I haven't done a lot of this year, just 
broadly speaking, I haven't bought a lot on Amazon. Probably have not gotten my uh, the money's worth for my Amazon Prime sus- subscription, which I think is like more expensive now than I want it or think think that it is. I don't know what exactly it's up to. I think it's like one twenty, or maybe it's even more than that, like one fifty. And uh, probably not necessary for me to have it. What I probably need to do is just like combine it with someone else's and split the cost. I think, you know, that's obviously a very common thing to do, but I've been paying for my own prime membership for, I don't know, eight years now, something like that. So, um, but I bought just, it was three things. It was a new three set of compression shorts, a new workout shirt and a new button down shirt. Really just kind of, it was nothing like fun, new flashy, really just like replenishing old things because I use compression shorts a lot when I run every day and I haven't bought a new just like workout top in probably, I don't even know, 10 years, it feels like. Probably not quite that much, but it feels like that. And then just new work shirts. I mean, you just go through that stuff all the time because you wear them and you get, uh, my biggest thing is my collars get like yellowish and sweaty. So um, you just, you need new ones um, with occasion when they're things you're wearing four or five days out of the week. So the reason I'm sharing with you that I bought this stuff is that it wasn't necessary for my trip to Puerto Rico. However, I purchased it like last Monday. It's like two weeks ago almost. Now, when anyone who shops on Amazon knows they give you the option to say like you can just take the default delivery stuff which for Prime is two days or you can like you know push it back a day or something and get like a $5 credit sometimes or you can like package things together just to be sustainable and then get, um, I don't even remember. I think it was just like extra cash back. It was like 6% cash back or something like that. So I was like, I wanted it before I left for my trip because I didn't want a package just waiting in the vestibule for a week, which spoiler alert is what happened. But I selected Friday as my, like put it, package them all together. Um, cause the original options were like some on Wednesday, some on Thursday. And I was like, no, just put them all in one package. It helps me feel sustainable. I feel green, uh, with my environmental choices with shipping. So I was like, just do it Friday, and I got, you know, the extra cashback purchase or perk, whatever it was. Friday rolls around. This was last Friday night, like after the podcast. It was a couple drinks in, and I realized I'm like tracking the shipment. Not that I, it, again, I didn't need it for my trip at all, but I was like, I pushed this back on my own so that you guys could just like take your time with it. And it's like Friday at seven o'clock, and I'm like, this thing is not coming. And so I, I did a I did a hero move and part I'll say this, I'll preface it just by saying I feel bad for like the customer service people that I talk to because it's just like these Indian guys uh on, on like a web chat. I talked to two different people, one person and then his manager. But I open up a ticket, we're going through the chat conversation, and I just went I, I could probably find the transcript of this somewhere and review it, but I went full drama queen mode on Amazon, just being like I needed this for my trip. I'm so sad. My trip to Puerto Rico is ruined. I told you guys I was gonna, uh, I would, I was gonna be nice and let you ship it later to me on Friday. I was doing you a favor. I basically said this same thing in different combinations, like thirty different ways, which in one in in one aspect is like terrible and really irritating, and I felt kind of bad about it. But then the other half of me was like, "F Amazon," like let's see if I can get something out of this. But what I'm really proud of. It, it probably took me like close to a half hour of chatting back and forth to finally get them to do anything other than just say like, oh, we're sorry. Um, so they were like, how about a $10 credit? And normally, you know, I'm a type of guy where it's like I get anything out of this. I'm happy. I'll take it and run. 
But I was like, I don't think they're going to rescind their offer if I negotiate a little bit. So negotiating with Amazon, I, I said something along the lines of, geez, $10. I mean, it's better than nothing, but is that really worth a ruined? Is that really the same thing as a ruined trip to Puerto Rico? And so uh, I finally got $20 out of them. I really, I really milked them dry. Hardcore negotiation. I could write a book on this. How to get, how to double your 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 credit from Amazon. And so I got a, at the end of the day a twenty dollar credit back onto my Prime card. Um, so there you go. It was a long conversation, and I hope I didn't ruin those guys' days. But uh, part of me feels bad because it's like I'm not a drama queen and I don't do that type of stuff. But then the other part of me is like, hey, I uh, I fought the I fought the big man, and. Uh, Came out on top. Still didn't get my package on time, but I came out on top. And I did come back from vacation Friday night, and uh, and we got um, we got the package. It was there. Everything's in it. Everything's great. And I also have twenty more dollars. So there you go. That's uh, that's Amazon for you. Uh, final shout out today to uh, lovely fiance Rachel Ramos. She's got a new hit single, Super Grouper, uh, which she's going to be recording hopefully for the show at some point this week. So we've got that to look forward to. It's a play on uh, uh, ABBA's uh, or ABBA's uh, Super Trooper, but uh, this one's about a fish. So maybe we'll put it on our, uh, our the 1889 album Deluxe Edition, not just Quinn's, Quinn's version, but Quinn's Deluxe version. Then Taylor Swift is going to be like, okay, well, I'm going to do 1989 Taylor's Deluxe version. And we just go around and around in these circles day after day. That's what I got for you guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, not as uh, nothing crazy uh, on the podcast today. Uh, not a ton of fun jokes, I don't think. But we got some uh, some good horse names, so that was that was pretty fun. Uh, assorted condiments or whatever it was. That it was better than that. I don't remember. Go back and listen to it if you want. Don't uh, don't spend your your day re-listening to old episodes of the Beantown Podcast. Though it's not uh, not the most exciting thing to do because there'll be another one next week. Because that's my promise to you. All, even when I travel to the island like lost. I keep that podcast going. That's my commitment to you all, the Beanheads. Beantownpodcast.com. Uh, uh, we are on Twitter at Beantowncast. I am at White Buns with a Z. Thank you for supporting our show. Uh, my name is Quinn David Furness. We'll be back next week with uh, maybe like a Thanksgiving special. Thanksgiving's only 11 days away, which is ridiculous. Um, but yeah, that's what I got for you. Everyone, thanks for tuning into my program. I uh, hope that you stay safe. hope you stay sane. I will check in on you next week. Bye.